are listening to TKO on CFRU Radio 93.3 FM in Guelph, Ontario, and available worldwide at CFRU.ca. What is happening, everybody? What is good? It's your girl, John Nunn, right here on TKO. As you already know, here on TKO, all we talk about is mixed martial arts, also known as MMA, and other combat sports, too. We also discuss the issues that surround the world of fighting and talk about <laughs> fighters and athletes. And now they got started in the game and, of course, where they are now. Sorry, my voice is probably sounding super nasally. I don't know. My nose has been plucked for the past week. I don't know what is up with that. But, oh, please do bear with me. So what is happening, everybody? I'm so happy to be here today. Oh, your girl has officially done exams. Yes. And I know there are some students out there who still have a few days of exams left. Do not despair. It'll all be over in a matter of days. Okay. And then after that, freedom. Okay. Just think about that. Just think about the aftermath when you hand in your last exam. Ooh, the, the feeling that you get after you hand in that last exam, man, it is not comparable to anything else in the world it is almost surreal so please even if you do have some exams left do look forward to that moment because it is so rewarding trust me anyhow uh i'm feeling super good today i've been getting enough sleep finally and i just feel healthy overall i've been sleeping in as much as i can and after that i just wake up have a nice breakfast go to the gym work out um, and I've been boxing more too. So, um, yeah, that is a blessing, a true blessing because, uh, throughout the semester, I couldn't actually pay enough attention to boxing. I'd be working out still, but I would mostly be doing weightlifting and whatnot, but not so much boxing, but here we are. Um, today was boxing and it's great. I love it so much. And it feels like I'm alive once again. And it's great, man. Life's great. So I hope you guys are having a great day as well. Man, in terms of combat sports, so many things are happening once again. I know for some of the weeks that we've been having our show, we wouldn't really have a lot to talk about because uh, the weekends will usually be really quiet. And I don't know why, but I don't know. They, they, they've they been mostly putting their effort and energy into like coming up with better fight cards and just fight cards that are really, really stacked. I mean, promoters. So uh, one of those cars, one of those stacked cars was actually um, uh, happening this past weekend with UFC 236, which I'm pretty sure you guys have already been catching up with because I don't know about that um, particular fight card, but I feel like the UFC specifically put a lot of marketing um, effort and energy into promoting that specific pay-per-view card, which was great because... Um, after I talked to a lot of um, MMA fans and Combat Sports fans, they actually told me that they had indeed bought that pay-per-view card from the UFC. Although you might have thought that it wouldn't really sell because it wasn't really um, featuring a lot of big name fighters like, I don't know, Conor McGregor or what have you. But it still did, it did sell a lot, which was fantastic. 
and it it was actually great because you even if you did pay for the pay-per-view you did get your money's worth which was fantastic and so yeah you probably guessed it right we're gonna be reminiscing a little bit just a little bit about that fight card that happened over this past weekend specifically talking about the fights that happened between max holloway and dustin poirier uh, I know I'm I'm kind of like laughing right now because that fight was just so great and um, I hate to say this but it, there was a lot of violence and entertainment and it was just what you would be looking for in a mixed martial arts fight and that was something what we saw in most of the fights that hap- uh, that took place over this past weekend was something that we don't usually get to see anymore unfortunately in a lot of mixed martial arts fights because i see recently especially that fighters tend to be a lot more cautious when they come into their fights and they don't really take their chances so they just want to win through decision and whatnot but the fights that took place over this past weekend and Atlanta, Georgia, they were actually great. You, like I said, you got your money's worth and it was what mixed martial arts should actually be. So like I said, we're going to be reminiscing a little bit about the fights that happened between Max Holloway and Dustin Poirier and also about that co-main event, which was a fight between Israel Adesanya and Calvin Gastelum. So those two fights were fire yes and um man i don't want to talk about them too much but um yeah i really really still want to point out a few important things that happen in those fights so that is what we have coming up in addition to that a lot of fight announcements that have actually taken place and a lot of um uh, how would you say it like updates have been announced regarding some of the fights that we thought were gonna happen but allegedly aren't happening anymore and are just kind of left um midair not knowing what's gonna happen so in regards to that i'm gonna be elaborating on that a little bit um yeah just um just (laughs) stay tuned uh there's a few things that i want to point out in, in regards to that so like i said a lot of news has been um taking place in the world of combat sports what else man oh this upcoming weekend yes of course we have a great boxing match happening between amir khan and Terrace crawford so this fight i'm really looking forward to and of course we're going to be breaking it down today on the show and also we're going to be having mma as well uh we're going to be having a ufc fight night in st petersburg uh, between, uh, or uh, rather the main event is going to be between Alistair Overeem and uh, Russia's very own Alexander Olenek. Okay, so that is in terms of your UFC fights. What else, man? Um, like I said, there's a lot of updates that we, that we need to talk about today on the show. So without further ado, let's get started. Okay, here we go. Okay, so the first thing that I want to talk about is the fact that um, Anthony Joshua... The current WBA, WBO, IBF, and IBO heavyweight champion of the world. So we all knew that he was supposed to fight Big Baby Miller, Jarrell Big Baby Miller, who is another um, top-ranked heavyweight contender um, in heavyweight boxing, right? And uh, the two were supposed to fight sometime in June. I believe it was June 1st, okay? But it doesn't matter what day it exactly was because a few days ago, the news broke out that Big Baby Miller, his fighting license was not actually approved by the New York uh, Athletic Commission. And this is really important because the fight was supposed to happen in Madison Square Garden, right? 
And then in order to fight in the state of New York, obviously you have to apply for a brand new boxing license or just for the renewing of your boxing license, right? Because in every state, at least this is the way it is in the states, in every state that you want to fight, say it's different um, if you want to fight in Nevada versus if you want to fight in New York or if you want to fight in California because different states have different rules for their um, athletic commissions. And depending on those rules, those specific rules, well, say you might be, I don't know, like smoking marijuana in one state, so like in California, and they would not have a single problem with it versus say like New York, if you do that, well, um, <laughs> definitely not. You're not getting your boxing license at all because they don't believe in that. It's not um, legalized in their state and they just can't approve it. So this is the big difference between different athletic commissions um, amongst states um, within United States. Um, and it's really messy, man. This is why um, I feel like at least for most of the European promoters, they've been mostly having their fights um, across Europe. Like I know with Anthony Joshua, his promoter, Eddie Hearn, he, um, I don't th I actually think this is the first time that Anthony Joshua was supposed to fight in the States. Uh, for all of his professional fights, they've all taken place in Europe, specifically England. So he was pretty, um, you know, he, he didn't really have a lot of problems when it came to that. But uh, here we are, unfortunately, the first time that he wants to fight in the United States. This is what happens to his opponent, Big Baby Miller. And we are not yet told why Big Baby Miller has been denied his boxing license in the state of New York, but I will keep you guys updated. But all we know for sure is that this fight between Big Baby Miller and Anthony Joshua unfortunately is canceled. Now the thing is, although Big Baby Miller cannot um, obviously participate in this fight against Joshua, um, Joshua's promoter, Eddie Hearn, is actually saying that, okay, Although this has happened, you know, this really sucks, but I really want to give this chance to Anthony Joshua to prove himself because he's already been putting in work in terms of training and all that. So it will only be fair to him to still get a fight on that um, due date, on that um, June, um, June 1st date, right? So he's actually telling Anthony Joshua, his fighter, he's saying that, listen, you, let's just have fun with this. You can choose whoever you want. Just pick someone, I don't know, start a Twitter beef with them, and let's just get a fight on fight night. And Anthony Joshua has yet to come out to respond to that, to actually officially call out someone else. And I don't think he even came out to say um, what he was thinking about this whole big, big Baby Miller issue He's just been keeping his silence. I don't know why, but he will probably come out soon. Um, but yes, yeah, so a lot of speculation actually has been going on um, regarding Anthony Joshua and a potential opponent of his um, who is actually um, rumored to be Luis Ortiz. Okay, now Luis Ortiz, he's a Cuban heavyweight, right? And um, he's actually had a lot of... Um, uh, high-level heavyweight fights recently, especially against the fight uh, in the fight that he had against Deontay Wilder, who is the current WBC heavyweight champion of the world. So I think that fight uh, took place. Oh man, I can't remember when it was exactly. It must have been in like late 2000, 2018, I believe it was. Yeah, it was last year exactly. Yes. 
So um, he's had a lot of high-level fights recently, and um, he's been putting himself on the top con consistently. So a lot of fans are speculating whether or not Anthony Joshua is in actually going to be fighting off against Luis Ortiz, especially because Luis Ortiz has said that he will do anything to get to the top to fight for the title. But the main question here is, does Anthony Joshua want to potentially fight Luis Ortiz? Because let me tell you something, Luis Ortiz is not someone to be underestimated. There's a reason why he fought, he was matched up against Deonta Wilder, one of the wildest, literally, um, heavyweights on the planet right now. I mean, they, the promoters definitely thought that he had something to bring to the table. And so because of that, I would say Anthony Joshua, even if he is matched up against Luis Ortiz, he should not underestimate him. But the thing is, um, Eddie Hearn, the promoter of Anthony Joshua, he's really putting this whole um, situation in the hands of Joshua. So he's really um, um, uh, giving him a lot of freedom in terms of who he can potentially pick to fight. So if I were Anthony Joshua and I were to, I mean, listen, I, not, I'm not saying that, I'm not de denying the fact that Anthony Joshua um, has the heart of a champion and um, he is um, actively looking for challenges and whatnot. I'm not denying that at all. I'm just saying if I were smart and um, this is, the golden opportunity that is given to me, I would not choose someone that I know is going to present a lot of challenges to me. And I would instead choose someone to, to give me an easy fight and uh, give me the money that I've been working for. I mean, this is definitely something that a businessman would do. And the thing with boxing mostly is if you ask a lot of boxers, especially professional boxers, not talk, talk about amateur because in amateur, obviously you don't, you don't get paid. But in professional boxing, there's, there's this shift of mindset and that yes, you do like fighting, but at the same time, it is the money aspect of it as well that you really, really care about. And it is business first, then, you know, coming into the ring and fighting your opponents. So as a businessman, this is um, the mindset that Anthony Joshua should really have. But again, it all comes down to him. Um, he can choose whoever he wants. But for the sake of um, excitement, I mean, personally, I really, really do like this potential matchup between Anthony Joshua and Luis Ortiz. I'm a huge fan of both of these guys. And man, it would be great if we actually get to see um, these, these two guys get to fight each other. But again, uh, we have yet to hear from Anthony Joshua. And I'm just really curious to see how he's going to um, uh, you know, sh respond to this whole situation because for the longest time, um, all the fans have been thinking that Anthony Joshua is such a nice guy. I mean, sometimes in boxing, I mean, I don't know if you've noticed uh, this or not, but in boxing, sometimes you, c you come out as a nice guy. And then on the other hand, um, the, the persona that you choose for yourself is you coming out as the villain, which I think uh, what is happening with Deontay Wilder. So Deontay Wilder is choosing to be the bad guy in most of his fights, right? But then Anthony Joshua, on the other hand, I feel like he has chosen to be the nice guy in most of his fights. So... I mean, what is he going to do? Yeah, that's that is the ultimate question. But I guess I can't really um, speculate a lot uh, more than this. Uh, this is all the prediction that I have. But it ultimately comes down to him and what his decision is going to be. So, yes, I really want to talk about this, especially because I figured this out myself a few days ago. And I really want to talk about it today on the show. 
especially because I was really looking forward to that Big Baby Miller and Anthony Joshua fight. But man, it is what it is. In the words of <laughs> the featherweight champion at the UFC, Max Holloway, it is what it is. And there's nothing we can do about it. But here we go. Now, speaking of Max Holloway, so Max Holloway fought over this past weekend, obviously. You guys probably know better than me uh, because he was fighting off against Dustin Poirier for the interim lightweight championship of the world. Right. So now I'm just going to briefly reminisce about this uh, particular fight, because coming into this fight, I personally thought that Max Holloway was actually going to win against Dustin Poirier. Now, although the first fight that these two guys had had before, um, Dustin Poirier had won through a armbar. Arm but in that fight, that fight was about seven years ago, I think. And Max Holloway wasn't as experienced as he is right now. So it totally made sense why he would potentially lose uh, a fight against Dustin Poirier. And coming into this fight, like I said, I thought Max Holloway was actually going to win this fight. But the thing was, because Max Holloway, he had to gain weight to come to lightweight. Because usually Max Holloway fights at featherweight, like I said. He's actually the champion at featherweight at 145 pounds. He had to move up uh, about 10 more pounds to come to lightweight at 155 pounds. Now, uh, Dustin Poirier, he has been fighting in this weight division, in the lightweight uh, weight division for the longest time. So his body um, sort of knows his way uh, in, in regards to how to go about, um, you know, um, distributing his energy and stamina and whatnot. And also when it comes to weight cutting, his body has adapted to the fact that, oh, it's mostly muscle uh, that is going to be remaining after each weight cut. But comparing to um, him, Max Holloway, when he was weighing in and he was cutting weight, um, his body did not look uh, muscular at all, uh, which was really surprising. But I guess this is what um, uh, this is like the acute phase of um, cutting weight, especially if you're moving up a weight division because your body, like I said, hasn't really adapted to that um, heavier weight division. So at first you have a lot of fat. But after many, many months and even years of training and fighting at that specific weight division constantly, then your body will get adapted to it and you will eventually develop more muscles. It's more it's going to be more muscle mass comparing to, say, fat. So, um, yeah, it was a very risky move for Max Holloway to move up a weight division. And it was his first time in like so many years to fight at lightweight. But coming into this fight, like I said, I thought Max Holloway, Max Holloway was going to have it. But when the fight started, Dustin Poirier, he brought on the heat, man, because he was throwing power shots from the beginning. And Max Holloway was absorbing all of them. And Max Holloway himself, he tried to respond back by a lot of counter shots and uh, tried to throw a lot of volume of punches to, to sort of um, keep Dustin Poirier confused. But the power sort of overruled the volume of shots that Max Holloway was throwing. So ultimately, I mean, the fight lasted the full five rounds, but it was just... It was really entertaining to watch, but at the same time, I really wish that Max Holloway had had at least like two or three other fights at this lightweight division prior to this fight against Dustin Poirier, because if that was the case, then things would have been a bit more fair for both parties, because in that case, we, we truly could have seen who the better man was on fight nights 
because both guys would have had the same um, physical advantages, right? Because in this in this particular fight, I really felt like Dustin Poirier, um, like he, you just look more shredded at the same weight division. And if you compare their physique side by side, it looked like they were not even in the same weight division. Their bodies just look so different. So, like I said, for this fight to to have completely made sense, um, it, I I just wish that Max Holloway had had more. Uh, fights in this weight division before he actually got to fight Dustin Poirier. But again, in the words of Max Holloway himself, it is what it is. And after he lost, uh, so obviously he lost to Dustin Poirier, and Dustin Poirier became the new interim lightweight champion. So after he lost, he was so classy and... Um, Max Holloway, man, he has the heart of a champion. Even though he took a lot of beating from Dustin Poirier, he was super classy. He congratulated Dustin Poirier and uh, all was good, man. Like they they both respected each other. And this is what I love about um, especially martial arts because there's a lot of respect after competition. Um, there's a lot of um, display of um, sportsmanship. And I just love that about, I mean, sports in general. I mean, sometimes we tend to forget what sports is all about. In my opinion, I come from that culture. I come from that culture of sportsmanship and respect, that mutual respect between opponents. I really enjoy that. So when that actually does get displayed in fights, I, I just love it so much. It gives me goosebumps. So uh, yeah, that's pretty much what happened between Dustin Poirier and um, Max Holloway. And um, Dana White, the president of the UFC, actually came out saying that, yes, Dustin Poirier, because he is now the interim lightweight champion he is the next person in line to fight the the current um I, I wouldn't say undisputed because right now we also have an interim champion at the lightweight division but the uh, you could say like the real champion at the lightweight division who is the one and only Khabib Nurmagomedov okay so Dana White said that this fight between Poirier and Nurmagomedov is going to be happening sometime in September and I am very much looking forward to that fight and um, Khabib himself also came out um, saying on social media that he's really looking forward to that fight and he also congratulated Dustin Poirier so I think if that fight actually does get to happen it's going to be a great fight because because um, it's just going to be a great display of, of talent and um, pure skill at this specific um, light di uh, lightweight division. So I'm really looking forward to that. And man, um, although the fight between Israel Adesanya and Kelvin Gastelum happened for the co-main event of that evening, unfortunately, I don't think we're going to have time to reminisce about that. I mean, you guys know me. I talk a lot, so I'm scared if I uh, start talking about that then we're not going to have time to talk about the Amir Khan and Terrence Crawford fight, which I really do want to break down today on the show. So I'm going to skip that. But all I have to say is that that fight was actually, I mean, the, that, that fight between Israel Adesanya and Kelvin Gastelum, that has the potential to be nominated for the fight of the year. And I, I, listen, I don't want to start talking about it again. If you doubt me, you should watch that fight again by yourself and man it, it's eye candy and um there's a lot of entertainment and, and violence and so many great things happening in that fight so i'm just gonna leave it there it was a great fight so shout out to both guys all right so now um let's briefly break down this fight between amir khan and terence crawford Okay, so Amir Khan, I mean, he has been fighting for such a long time, although he looks super young, 
but it feels like he's been fighting in boxing forever. And um, I'm sure if you are a boxing fan, Amir Khan's name is no strange. Like you, you are no stranger to Amir Khan's name. And um, obviously, he's from the UK. He has been fighting uh, for such a long time. His amateur career has been great. He's been fighting in, Olymp in Olympics, and uh, he's been winning medals. And then he turned professional. He won multiple um, championship belts. And then he has had so many uh, fights against well-known fighters, guys like uh, Marcos Maidana and um, Canelo Alvarez. All of those fights um, he has had, and they've been great. I'm actually a huge fan of his because of his um, great display of technique. He He's actually one of those few guys that um, doesn't really get um, too too much in the moment, you could say, because he, uh, regardless of how um, even emotional he gets in a fight, and he really thinks to, he really thinks that he needs to charge forward. He still um, maintains a proper technique and it's just really, really nice to watch, especially if you really do admire uh, those tiny things in boxing, like technique, like those slight changes of angle, and 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 a fighter's stance and how they're throwing a punch versus how the, how they're actually defending an upcoming punch. It's just beautiful to watch. So I, because of that reason, I'm really, um, uh, I'm really, really a fan of Amir Khan's, and now he's fighting Terence Crawford, um, which is a very tough challenge for him. Because Terrence Crawford, um, he's been fighting for such a long time too. I think he has more than 30 professional fights and he has no defeats, okay? So that's how good of a fighter he is. And um, he's he's a type of guy that would just start charging towards you in, in, a, in a matter of a second and you wouldn't even see it coming. But his shots are so accurate and so uh, beautifully um, uh, performed that it's just beautiful. I mean, I don't know how to describe it, and I'm really sorry if I can't put it to words, but man, you just have to watch Terrence Crawford for yourself. He's actually been claimed to be one of the greatest uh, welterweights at the moment, right? Um, especially in the modern era, ever since um, Floyd Mayweather left the ring. Uh, professionally, Terrence Crawford has been one of those other guys that has been constantly talked about over and over. And not only that, I forgot to mention that he has been the uh, the champion at three different weight divisions, which is great for him. And man, this just tells you how great of a fight this fight is going to be between Amir Khan and Terrence Crawford. Ooh, this like I said, there's just going to be a lot of um, technique being displayed and a lot of beautiful boxing i don't know how to describe it again um it's not going to be like some reckless punch throwing um nobody's thinking about what they're actually doing they just want to knock the other person out it's not going to be like that it's going to be more uh beautifully displayed it's going to be a chess play but just with boxing if that makes sense <laughs> so that's my interpretation of this fight um unfortunately i, I would have loved to um talk about talked about this fight a bit more in more detail but unfortunately we're almost out of time so all i have to say is um you definitely have to catch up with this fight on saturday night it's actually going to be happening in madison square garden in new york so yeah that's how great of a fight how big of a fight it's actually going to be spe uh, specifically we're the welterweight division, okay? So, yes, definitely do catch up with this fight. It's happening on Saturday night. And throughout the day on Saturday, I know it's going to be long weekend, Easter weekend. For most of us out here, 
um, uh, throughout the day on Saturday, you're also going to be watching, or you could actually watch. I'm not dictating that you should be watching UFC. Just a suggestion. But uh, UFC is also happening all the way in Russia. So that's happening um uh, in like early afternoon so uh, the main event like I said in the beginning of the show is going to be between Alistair Overeem and Alexander Olenek uh, which is going to be great because these two guys are obviously heavyweights and um, it's going to be a clash of titans and yeah so start your uh, Saturday um, afternoon with some UFC and then after you have your um, um, Easter brunch or whatever you guys do for Easter um, whatever your tradition is um, you can just watch Amir Khan versus Terrence Crawford on that night, and it's going to be a blast. So, yes, that is everything that is coming up this upcoming weekend. And with that, man, I'm just looking at the clock right now. Unfortunately, that is all the time we're going to have for this week. You guys already know, make sure you go to cfru.ca to catch up with our previous episodes. And you can also go to SoundCloud and iTunes to catch up with our previous episodes as well. And until next time, it's your girl Jenna right here. And this is TKO. Peace out.